Brave Podcast Network. Sick of being stuck and uninspired and living in fear? Yeah, me too. That's why I created the Get Your Brave On podcast, because I was looking for something that wasn't a push alert on my phone or a negative news story to start my day. Get Your Brave On is a podcast you can listen to while you're getting ready in the morning, brushing your teeth or putting your makeup on or getting your cardio in. Get exactly the motivation and inspiration you need to silence fear and do one brave thing a day. Make sure that you follow so you don't miss an episode. We start the week off with a topic, an inspiration. Then the next episode is a prayer about that. The third episode of the week, a faith-based meditation. The rest of the week includes stories from listeners just like you on how you're facing fear and getting your brave on. Share yours at 530-4-AMANDA. And I bring you experts to give you advice on how to silence fear when it comes to your faith, family, finances, fitness, and we even get to have some fun. Don't miss an episode. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info and I'll send you my free Brave Life Planner. Another thing you can start your day with instead of negative news. It is a specific plan to boot up your bravery and set your mind on the right things, the good things. And then a daily planner to help you choose one brave thing a day. If you use this every day for 30 days, that's 30 brave things things you've done in a month. Just think of how brave you will be by the end of the year. 365% more brave. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info and make sure you follow the podcast. So glad you're here. Life Audio. I realized halfway through the pandemic, I was like, it's crazy how the same feelings that I get when I'm really pumped and excited and almost full of wonder is this sort of the same feeling that I have when I'm scared. If you're feeling like you're too messed up to be loved, this podcast is about to change your mind. Hey, it's Amanda Carroll. Welcome to the Get Your Brave On podcast, episode 27 five reasons why you are perfectly loved with Rachel Lampa. She started Christian music at 15, quit at 21, became a nanny, even sang backup for the Jonas Brothers. And now she's back and ready to share her story on why she left and what she wants you to experience through her new song, Perfectly Loved. I love how Rachel says that fear and wonder are related. Instead of wondering how bad things can get in your life, why not wonder how it will work out? Isn't that a lot better? If you're feeling trapped by your past and you are ready to move forward, you just need help in silencing your fears and learn how to get your brave on, then download my free Brave Life Planner. It's a step-by-step morning program to help you boot up your bravery to start your day. Download it for free at getyourbraveon.info and get ready to be inspired to live a more strong and courageous life with Rachel Lampa. Need a gift idea for the outdoor adventure in your life? Shop the Allbirds Mizzle Collection, made with water-repellent puddle guard technology and ZQ-certified merino wool with a low environmental impact. It's a natural fit for winter runs. And Allbirds offsets the carbon footprint to make their Mizzle Collection carbon neutral, so you can take comfort in treading lighter. Get on their nice list this year with the Allbirds Mizzle Collection. Discover your perfect pair at allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. I'm so pumped. I get to see Rachel Lampa on Zoom today. I'm so excited that you're on the podcast. Thank you for just saying yes to the oh Brave Babes. I, I said yes, knowing a little bit about what I, what kind of show I was going to be on. But now I'm like bursting with yeses. Really? Oh, I'm really honored bursting with yeses. I, so I have like a ton of notes of things going on with you Aww. that that probably half are true. Please forgive me if this is completely embarrassing. No. But I remember playing you on the radio yeah. when you first started out at 15 years old. And I'm so excited that you're back. Yes. And... I want to hear the whole story 
that the first thing I always love to ask on the Get Your Brave On podcast, you know, you can answer this in two ways. I believe that bravery is contagious. Mm. And when you hear about somebody choosing bravery over fear, it makes you feel like you can do it too. Yeah. So what is either the bravest thing you've done lately or the bravest thing you've done in your life? Oh my gosh. Do you have something? I know it's like, I'm supposed to warm up, but why not? I say, just go deep fast. (laughs) You know, it's good. I love it. I love it. I'm I'm all about, I'm all about diving in. I have a therapist for a husband, so um, I don't have a choice. (laughs) That is amazing. I have a therapist and not a husband, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is why I have a therapist. Very good. Yeah. You know what? You, you need, you need it. You need a therapist for anything. So um, I support you. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Bravest thing. I mean, okay. There's childbirth. There's, there's always childbirth that, um, you know, but I, but in, in a way I, I didn't really get to choose that. <laughs> in a way, I mean, I, I, at some point the baby you have to, to, the baby has to come out. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what? I, I think, um, okay. I think the bravest thing, one of the bravest things, I can't say it's the bravest thing, um, was, was leaving my, my label when I was 21. Um, I, I, so I signed my record deal and kind of started, you know, doing music and being on the radio and on the road, um, when I was 14, 15, um, and, um, to me, that was just like no brainer. I was like, I, this is all I want to do. I want to get on a tour bus and travel the world and sing, 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 and talk about God and, 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 you know, like learn from people and be around really awesome, godly, great people. So Mm -hmm. that was like, you know, that was part of the deal. But what I didn't, but what I didn't, you know, realize was happening too, was that, you know, I was growing up on the road and I was, um, you know, trying to kind of pull my identity from what was around me. And, um, and so eventually that kind of, that kind of led to, to burnout because I wasn't pulling my identity from what was inside of me. (laughs) And I was, um, you know, I was losing a sense of, you know, what, what's God's voice, what's my voice, what's, other people's voices. And, um, and I, and so here I was like 21, like right when all of my friends were kind of starting to like figure out what they, what, what they were going to be doing for their lives. I was like walking away from the thing that, you know, I thought I'd be doing for my whole life. Um, and, um, so I kind of just walked into my label, um, with my older brother, no, no, like lawyers or managers or anything. And I was like, I, I don't think I can keep doing this. I think I'm like my, mind is just blank. You know, I was just, I needed to, I needed a total reset. Um, and so, um, you know, as a 21 year old, I don't even know if I registered that as brave. I just knew that God was speaking something really clearly to me. And, um, and that he said he really needed me to, to get off of this boat for a little while. And, um, and so, yeah, so I, I guess I, I guess I kind of look back on my 21 year old self, like lovingly and saying like, like that was brave of you, of you. Yeah. <laughs> it was incredibly bold. And I think we missed you. Oh, well, thank you. I, we missed I, you. Yeah. You know, I, and I missed, I missed it. I missed everyone. And, and I, I think, um, you know, that was, that was another piece of it that was just like, I didn't know what it was like not to be like you know, on stage or, or on, you know, on, um, on a mic, you know, like that, that's what was informing me on who I was, you know, and, and that was a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those were your formative years that you, all those times that you were supposed to kind of find yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of finding it in other, other people and and all of that. So, okay. So what did you do during that time? Like I heard you like toured with some pretty big names that most people would know. Like you went background. Like, why did you go background? You were a foreground kind of woman. (laughs) I, I knew that I was still happy when I was singing, like from, from the time I was like, I mean, literally my mom like has these tapes of me when I'm like four or five years old, like recording myself on my, um, 
on my little recorder and like just la la lying. Like I would just be singing everything. I'd sing my books. I'd sing at dinner. Like I was just always singing. And that was like, I think, I think truly like that was a way that like I got like showed me what joy felt like, you know? And, uh-huh. and, and I think immediately too, like, like that was how I spent time with God, like was just, you know, just la la lying, ooing and aahing, you know? It reminds me so, of that TikTok song, like, I'm happy when I'm dancing. You know that song? Oh my and gosh, it's no. Like, I, and it's like, for you, it's I'm happy when I'm singing. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I want to listen to that. You should do, you should sing your version of that song. Oh yes, gosh, I'm going to send that to my you. my little guy. Okay, I interrupted <laughs> you. Go ahead. No, I love it. Um, and so I think there was a lot of me that just wanted to return to that, to just the simplicity of like, just oohs and ahs, no pressure, no, um, no expectation of like what, like writing a song or like presenting myself, you know, okay. I could just kind of support somebody. Um, and, and still like less pressure. Yeah. Way less pressure. You know, spotlight is not on me. I just got to sing. I just got to sing with other people too. sing with other singers and, like-minded people. And, um, yeah, I got to tour with Jordan Sparks and we, we were on the road with Jonas brothers and Britney Spears for, for like almost a year. Um, which was just so wild and, and so fun and beautiful. And like, I mean, honestly, the Jonas brothers would put on a pretty good Bible study before every show. And I was, I was growing a lot, you know, um, even in that. And so there was just, there was, I think I was making space for like things to other things to like kind of plant, you know, rather than me trying to plant all these things and for God to just like kind of bring people and opportunities and, um, like that. Yeah. Like you needed to be fed. Yes. I I was reading, I just did this thing. Um, I should remember where this is in the Bible. I will look it up after this podcast and I will put it in the notes. Yes, he will. But it was about how God plants us in his own garden. Mm. Like how he takes us like we should be like palm trees and cedars of Lebanon. And he plants us in his own garden with his loving care. And that's what reminded me of that because I had never thought about that that way before. Like, and then what does a gardener do? when you're planted, you know, when, if you're a plant in a garden, that yeah. gardener takes loving care of like tomatoes, you know, and yes. waters yes. it and like, it's okay. I got you. You're going to grow here. It's almost like you were, you left Christian music and you were touring with the Jonas brothers. And that was how God planted you in his garden yes. and watered you. Yes. Yes, exactly. Oh. Exactly. And it's like, yeah. you And, and yeah. Op- like what opening myself up to different, places and trusting that God was going to meet me there and that he was there already and not, and not be so, yeah, not even trying to control that environment, like just kind of show up and be like, okay, where are you? Where are you? Like, what are you, what are you doing here? Need a gift idea for the outdoor adventure in your life? Shop the Allbirds Mizzle Collection made with water repellent puddle guard technology and ZQ certified merino wool with a low environmental impact. It's a natural fit for winter runs. And Allbirds offsets the carbon footprint to make their missile collection carbon neutral, so you can take comfort in treading lighter. Get on their nice list this year with the Allbirds Mizzle Collection. Discover your perfect pair at Allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Comcast Business gives you more for your small business with our new gig speed Wi-Fi plus unlimited data. Ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle and 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires new gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, and this is my beautiful wife, Elisa. Hey there. We're hosts of the top-rated marriage podcast, The One Extraordinary Marriage Show. This is the show where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. Each episode, we share what you can do to create the extraordinary marriage you desire. With over 700 episodes, like Information Overload and Sex Pillows and Wedges, there's something for you. Come join us as we talk sex, love, and commitment. Subscribe to The One Extraordinary Marriage Show today, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on your favorite podcast app. To answer your question, yes, I sang backgrounds, I... um I I did a, sh- a show called The Sing Off <laughs> on NBC. It was like this little acapella show that 
I literally had never done acapella in my life. Neither did anybody else in my group. We were just a bunch of Nashville, like, you know, sing, singing nerds that just <laughs> got together and, and did this show. And then I toured with another artist named Hosier and just kind of, I just kind of was saying yes and just kind of, and then saying no when I felt like a no. And, and you were in your twenties um, young. Yeah. Twenties. That's what you're supposed to do. 30s during that time of your life yes yes yeah i know and i literally i also was a nanny i, like, I was gonna I was ask like, you about that <laughs> yes yes i was that was like the first thing i did because i was like what should i what would i have been doing when i was you know a teenager um i was like babysitting i love, I love babies so I, I nannied for a little while and you know i was just kind of like yeah just trying to find god in different places i guess Rachel, I feel like I skipped over something in our conversation uh and I hope like if, can I go back permission to go back? Was there like a moment that made you just say, cause you said the bravest thing was leaving your label. Mm. Was there a thing? Was there like a moment? Was it just like a year long? Was it just like a, cause I I don't know. Like, I don't know what it feels like to be associated with a label. Cause it's not like you quit your job at Wiener Schnitzel or something, you know, like I'm out today. It wasn't, you know, like <laughs> yes. what, what was there a moment that you're like, I can't do this anymore. I need to take a break. Not that I can place okay. in my brain. Um, I know. So my brother, my older brother, Ryan, he walked very closely with me through this whole thing. He was my tour manager and uh. just my, you know, my roommate, my, you know, he was just always with me. Um, and so Is your older brother. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think just through long conversations, long period of time, trying to figure out what was wrong. Um, I think that we both kind of came to that conclusion, but in my head, in my head, there's no moment, but you're kind of making me want to go ask him and see if like, there's like a moment because it's true. Like, I mean, so much about this song that I have out right now is about like revisiting that girl that, Oh, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 year old girl. And, um, like trying to remind her that she was loved, even in those moments of like, you know, where I was just like, I don't know what's going on anymore. And I, you know, I don't feel very loved. I don't feel very paid attention to but that, that God was actually moving just as much as he always was. Uh-huh. Cause did um, you feel like there was just, cause I, I mean, I know what it's like to work in Christian industry on the radio side and yeah. it can be pretty brutal yeah. when it comes to, you know, the, the criticism yes. <laughs> and the unattainable ideal. Totally. And yes. was that part of what a young teenage girl had to deal with that when you say that there were moments or it got hard, mm-hmm. what was it that was hard? Yeah. A million percent. I think, I think there, there was, one side of it was the pressure and the expectation to be, to not wear a tank top, Oh, <laughs> you know, <my> God. <laughs> right. I know. Like, You're like, I'm hot. I'm like, I'm <laughs> super hot. And yes, I have shoulders and armpits. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I know. I know. We're, we've come a long way. We've come a long way. Yes, so we have. Yes, Thank you. Yes. So there were the, those little things where I was just like, oh gosh, I'm like, I can't get it right. You know? Um, and then there were big things where like, you know, I'd be in a writing room writing a song, a song about my parents' divorce, like something really big and present and, and have, you know, someone, you know, bigger and more powerful than me sit across from me and be like, like either laugh at me for a a lyric idea or like kind of talk over me and bulldoze and be like, ah, yeah, well, but you know, um, you know, so there, there, there were these, moments where just, I got silenced a lot and I got, you know, I felt small and like I had to shrink. And so Mm -hmm. I, it was, it was kind of a lot of, and then you just factor in that you're, you're an awkward 16, 17 year old that every single young person goes through this, whether they're on a mic or on camera or whatever, or not, you know, it's just part of the, the growing stuff and the journey. But, um, I still go through that too, especially as a woman in this industry. Yes. You know, yes. and then 25 years of radio in this industry and me still feeling like I have to prove my point sometime. I'm like, mm-hmm. I have more experience than you. Yes, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And you're like learning how to like, oh yes. How to it's like an art form. It is, it is. It's an art form. And, and I think we, I think, yeah, as women, I think we do like, we, we do end up like sharpening so many 
or, you know, like flexing so many muscles, like yeah. in so many more than, you know, our counterparts, because we, we do, we are expected to stay gentle and stay, you know, and, and all of that. And I think sometimes you just need, you, you, you either need to kind of like shut it down for a second mm-hmm. or, um, or get mean, which, Hey, I just no, don't no anymore. <laughs> I just yeah, right. like, <laughs> right. I've just said, well, it, like that's not me. So mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> because, exactly. you know, that's why I started get your brave on. I it's love that because I, you know, I became a single mom very suddenly in the middle of the mm-hmm. night when my kids were four, two and eight weeks old. Oh my and gosh. I was working a morning radio show in Washington, D.C. at the time. And I thought, well, how can I even they're going to like kick me out? And I wow. thought life was going to be over. But yeah. it wasn't because because I decided instead of oh I gave into fear for a, a while for sure. I mean I was still nursing and wearing maternity pants. So oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my some fear. Gosh. <gasps> so, Super but woman. I built. But I figured I then I don't know where in that journey I came across Joshua one nine as a reminder, and I noticed the word command in it. Mm. Be, have I not commanded you? Declares the Lord to be strong and courageous. And I thought mm. well, that's not an option. Right, right. And it doesn't say if you're a man, I command you. Uh-huh. If you're a woman, you can be like meek. Right. Haven't found that verse anywhere. No. <laughs> Don't think it's there. No, but I've been called to be a warrior and, I, I, you know, a cedar of Lebanon, uh, someone that's very strong and resistant to infestation. And so I'm like, OK, well, I'm just going to do that. I'm going right. to be brave. And so I think we get you. to, yes. And I think we get to show the world that there are different versions of, of strong and courageous and brave, that it's yeah. not this like volcano all the time. Sometimes <laughs> strong and brave is a beautiful stream, you know? Oh and, yeah. And it's not this like, yeah, you know, and, and, and I think sometimes it is a volcano, <laughs> but I do, <laughs> but I, I think that that's like, that's the, I think that's one of the biggest gifts like we have to give to is just be like, Hey, there's, there's other versions of being, you know, being brave, being brave. Yeah. 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 I took like all these notes about, <laughs> you know, when you're, you go back to when you're sitting in those writing rooms and you're writing music and you're like, I just mm. want to write about my experience. Yeah. Um, and you're dealing with, you know, talking about your parents' divorce in yeah. a lyric, like going back to talk to that girl now. Yeah. Like if you, Rachel, now could go back to that girl in that writing room. Yeah. What would you have told her to do differently? Mm. I think I would have said that. I mean, I I think a big again, like this, this song that I wrote is like it's it's literally saying like you don't have to be anything that you're not to be loved and to be right in this moment and to be um uh, yeah. And to be holy or whatever it is, like, because you're loved by God, you, you should love yourself too. <laughs> if you're trying to be, if you're trying to be Christ-like, you know, it's like, he, he loves you. You should love you. If he likes you. You should maybe like you, <laughs> you know? And I think like, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I think I was so caught up in being humble and again, like meek and like, like easy, easy going, you know, and this whole thing. And it's like, um, and, and I think back to like, you know, being Christ-like, it's like Jesus was, he was, he was a strong person that, that had a voice and mm-hmm. um, that liked the things that the outcasts liked and yeah. that the, that the, um, the voiceless le- loved. And he, and I, 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 he, I think he sided so much more with, with, with that, you know? And so I would say, yeah, I would just tell her like, lean into that, lean into that thing that, is that wants to come, come out of you because that thing is, that thing is blessed. Like that thing is loved and it belongs, yeah. it belongs in the world. And there's a reason why he planted it there and watered that part yes. of you. Cause he wanted yes. it to grow. Right. Which is right. what you're doing. I am obsessed with perfectly loved. Oh, thank you. I really am. I was like, did she like read my journal? Ooh, Is that the situation that that just happened? I mean, let's go more into that song. I'm sure. I mean, it's great. You know, 
I think some of my favorite lyrics just start off at the beginning. You know, mm-hmm. you slay me from the beginning. Who said that you weren't beautiful? And I yeah. think when women hear that lyric, we can think of several people that did. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know. I imagine you probably went through that when you were mm-hmm. take, doing photo shoots and videos and stuff. Totally. Who said that you weren't beautiful and instantly you go, oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And the next lyric and that you didn't belong in your own skin. Yeah. I felt like I didn't fit in in the church anymore. And I became yeah. a single mom. Yeah. And then who said that you were all alone? Like, oh, that's right. You know, even the people we felt abandoned, but God never does. Mm. And that you were never going to find love again. Oh that's the you one. Made me, <laughs> made me cry. I know. I just hearing somebody read that back to me is making me like, really? so yes. you wrote those lyrics, right? These are your <laughs> lyrics. I know. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah. Okay. A team. And I was like, it, I'd love to go into that process. Cause I was like, how does she know? Oh because then I thought, you know, I, my mission is, you know, I talk to everyone. I just have a huge heart for single moms just because mm. I understand what it feels like. Totally. And I remember that line and that you're never going to find love again. Wow. I remember having three kids under four being single. I'm like, I can't like go on a dating app. Like, <laughs> and I did. And I remember trying and I remember people saying, you know, you talk to people on dating apps and they'd be like, so many kids do you have three? How old are they? Like, Seven really and five and four. And like, oh, well, what's your like custody situation? kind of have them all the time you know that it was like <sighs> not gonna hear from that guy again and I really did like I was yeah. like I'm but I have love I have found love and yes. and everything's okay so yes yes I mean who said that you weren't beautiful and that you didn't belong in your own skin who said that you were all alone and that you were never gonna find love again this is a grown woman Rachel Lampa <laughs> doing Thank this you. tell me about oh. what you experience writing that song and what you want people to like me to experience as we hear it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, The, the reason I think the reason why I get so emotional is because (laughs) I'm so glad that people are finding themselves in that story because the the origination of the, of these lyrics I wrote um, while I was doing prison work and jail work with women in jail. Um, wow. Yeah. So I don't, I didn't know, I don't know who knows that part of the story. Um, and so basically up until, um, until I wrote this until COVID, which was right when we wrote this song, um, I, I was in, um, our local women's jail, um, almost five days a week with, um, my, a nonprofit that me and my family run, um, and it's called the wild ones. And so we go into the jail and we just, we, um, we kind of run this program, but mostly we just, we just show up and we create community and walk alongside and just say we're here. And, and then another part of it is the wild ones part is um, that our friend, um, Amanda McKeon, who is Toby Mac's wife, um, he teaches um, the Bible to, to the women in, in prison. And, she teaches about the, the wild ones of the Bible and, and how Jesus was one of the wildest ones, you know, um, and about finding yourself in, in the story somewhere in the whole, this, this, this unfolding story of Jesus and, and hearing these women's stories and about um, the things that they, they did and the things that they had to do. And that I, will personally attest to the fact that they had to do them, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, and which has landed them where they are at this moment. And some are in for a long time, some are going to get out really soon. And, but all these stories, um, had this thread. It was just like, I, I, I couldn't help, but be just so like overwhelmed by, by like God's love for them in, in those in, in those places, in those dark places that, um, they had to revisit to try to heal. It was like, you know, just, there were so many times where they were like, I, this is where I screwed up. Like, this is where I messed the whole thing up forever for my whole life. And to be able to go from that over, over time and for them to come out and be like, no, actually, I totally believe you. I believe that God, like God loved me the whole time, <laughs> you know? And it's like, and, and, and it's back to that same thing where it's like, God loves you and you can too. 
And you can tell that person, you can tell that teenager, you can tell, you know, tell little Rachel at 21, like, you're fine. You are, you are okay. Like you, um, be you, you. yeah, you don't have to lift a finger anymore. You don't have to do anything anymore. You just rest in, in the child that you are, the child of God that you are, you are loved. Like you will know what to do next. Um, there was just so many beautiful moments. And so that's, that's where that song started. And then when I started writing it, I realized I was like, okay, I'm writing this to little me. I'm writing this to probably little Colleen, my sister. I'm writing it to little Carly, Andrew Rip's wife, who I wrote it with. It's like, I'm writing it to like all of our, you know, all of our inner children and, um, and us now too. I think, I think we all just need to be reminded like, about that, that part of the story. <laughs> Rachel, correct me if I'm wrong. I just, it feels like your song perfectly loved is a love song. Woman to woman. Mm. That sounds weird. It, it, it's like a, it's like girl, I got you yeah. like a together, like the different kind of love song. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. I want, yeah, that's beautiful. Like I see you, I see you there. Like I, yeah. I get it. Like I get why you had to do these things. And I get that, I get that, like you, like that you felt far from God and like, it, there's no way that if you get to know anybody, you know, I, mm-hmm. like, this is kind of a, a saying, I think it's kind of cliche, but like, if you get to know anybody, you can't hate them. Like if you know, if you know, mm-hmm. really know their story, it's impossible to hate somebody or to judge them. And so I think when you, yeah, when you are willing to see the, the child in them, um, and especially woman to woman, when you're willing to see a broken little girl inside of every woman, a lot of a lot of love can be exchanged. Yeah, and I think you're right. I think it is a love song. Is that why you wanted to go five days a week to work in yeah. prisons? I could not like why? stay away. <laughs> why? It was yeah. I think well, you know, I I felt seen too. Like I felt healed oh. too. I think there, just as much there was, it was the, the main group. It was me and my sister-in-law and Amanda. Um, and we had lots of volunteers and stuff come also come in and out, but it was this total healing process. Cause we sat in the circles and we, we, we uh, talked about our lives just as much as we asked anybody else to talk about their lives. And, um, and just to watch like God's love, just kind of rest over all of us, you know, at once and make us one and not like this. We're on one side of the, you know, wall on the other side of the wall versus them. Right. Right. It was just like such a oneness of people with some very different lives and different circumstances. And I bet, you know, Amanda, she had lost through it after Mm -hmm. this or before this during, during. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Her son, um, Brave babes that, yeah, there's Toby Mac's wife, Amanda McKeon, were talking about her there. They had lost their son, Truett, suddenly. Yes. And tragically, I imagine her being in there. Yeah. I, I can see really... why that would be comforting for her. Yes. And, you know, mm-hmm. oh, there, I mean, it's, in, it's insane how, like, how much part of the story God intertwines like these women with, with Amanda, we were literally in a class when, and, and actually true, it lived with my little brother and sister. Oh. And so that's where it happened. So it was at, at my, my oh. family's house. So she went home or she went to their house mm-hmm. and, and it was just this whole moment. And, and I think, you know, Amanda came, came back when she finally came back, which, you know, took, a, took some time, she came in and she said, you know what, where you are is a gift because when, because yeah. she, she was like, I would give anything for true to just, to just be in jail, <laughs> you know, and not, yeah. you know, not what happened. And so there was just, there's a huge story being written and there's nobody discounted from it. And, um, I, 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 I got to have a front row seat to, yeah. to what that looked like in that moment. Why are we perfectly loved? Mm. What if there's somebody, one of my brave babes listening right now, she's like, you don't know what I did or you don't right. know what somebody did to me. Right. I think, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point right there. I, I think, I think what happened, what happened on the cross and what happened when Jesus um, promised us that 
that it's done, mm-hmm. that it's finished. We have to, we have to enjoy the mystery of how that math works, <laughs> how it doesn't work. Because <laughs> um, I think the more, the more we ask why, I, I think, I think it's okay to ask why. And actually, I think a lot of times when I'm asking why I'm just kind of more like resting in God's arms and being like, what, like, why dad, you know, why, yeah. why mom? Like, <laughs> you know, how, the way that like, cause I've, I have a five-year-old. Um, yes. yeah. And he just kind of, you know, there's so many whys. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I have teenagers now. So yeah. Now I'm the one that's asking the whys. <laughs> all the time. Like, what? Oh no, I'm not what? ready for that. <laughs> now, <laughs> that's amazing. Explain. And probably, yes. probably on both sides, there's no answer. There's really no answer. <laughs> like with my guy, I'm just like, you know what, bud? I don't know, <laughs> but I'll be right here and we can try yeah. to go figure it out. You know, and I Google. Think, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So I think when, yeah, I think when we start asking like, like, why are we, why are we loved? Like, why is this true? I think we just use that as an opportunity to, to, to rest in, in, in God's arms and you, just like yeah. a parent. Yeah. So you really want people to feel perfectly loved, but do you think there are a lot of people right now that don't feel perfectly loved by the church? A billion. <laughs> how, how do we handle that? I feel that too. I mean, I mm-hmm. just, I'm personally like I'm struggling it within my own household of my own teenagers. Right, right. Yes. You know, because looking at things that the Gen Zs believe in and equality and fairness and understanding and compassion and all those things. And then, you know, they went through tough things in the pandemic of things that were said and they're like, but I don't yeah. that nope. I don't know what to do now. I they're know. like all they're all hard pass. Yeah. Right. Absolutely so. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm part of me is like, I, again, the why, the why's get deeper. <laughs> they do get deeper. But what yeah. do you, what can we do, Rachel? Like what, I mean, what, yeah. because I, I truly believe that God equips women very specially yes. to make others feel love. Like that's our gift. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, well, and so that's what it, you're doing is you're it. serving in, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, that's okay. Um, I, I think what you just said is it, I think, I think that there's enough evidence biblically and in my soul, like in my experience with God, with walking with the Lord, that if, if any of my ideals or theories or uh, interpretations of knowledge that I may have gathered about faith or about who God is, Mm -hmm. if, if that's going to trump love, if that's going to over like love for someone, if that's going to get in the way of loving somebody, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to question that. I'm going to have to move that out of the way. Yeah. I think that it is just a priority to see people and to, to love people as best as we can, as, as the, as most like Jesus as we can. Mm-hmm. And even if that's the, even if that's, whether that's somebody outside of the church or inside of the church, that's my newest, <laughs> newest trial right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. That. Yeah. With that I'm, whole thing. I'm with you right there. It's yeah. like, um, it's like you're on a personal mission to make people feel loved. And you started with a song, mm. but really you started with your prison ministry. Mm. Wild ones. I like that. And then is that affiliated with your people loving Nashville too? Yes. Is that the kind of the same thing? Yep. It's kind of just another piece of the, of the puzzle with people having Nashville. People having Nashville is kind of the the umbrella. And then we kind And then of but your down. part, your favorite part is going into the that's, yes. that's incredible. That's right. That's right. That oh girl, I'm so excited for you. I'm really <laughs> inspired. So let's get a little bit deeper about the I think maybe there's a connection between love and bravery. Hmm. Yes. Because I think if you truly felt like your the lyrics to your song, you know, about being perfectly loved. Yeah. If you truly felt perfectly loved, like, which is the truth. But if you fully understood it and you lived it, I think you and I, we could make more brave decisions. Yes. yes. Right. What do you think totally. about if, if, if you're young, Rachel Lampa, if you're young, Rachel, if you're like, you're perfectly loved, what brave things would she have done? 
Oh my gosh. Right. If I was operating of a place, this is, this is, you know what you know now, right? Right. (laughs) right? Oh my gosh. If I was operating from a place of, of coming from love, if everything just came from being loved rather than for love, (laughs) where I'm like trying to reel in love. (laughs) Yes. It's like, what a, what a great way to be set up. I mean, so mothers, you know, mothers out there, like if we can set up our kids to like, to that they just have everything they they know beyond the shadow of doubt that they are loved exactly where they are mm-hmm. the moves that they would make from beyond that I, I can't even imagine but i would also say if you didn't have that kind of upbringing if you felt if you did feel really fearful and maybe unloved and you're like trying to rebuild this this foundation i i've realized lately how closely intertwined just even like physically in my body like but also in the actual Bible with actual words, <laughs> uh, fear and wonder, how closely, how closely um, intertwined those things are. That's been a huge thing for me. I've, I, I had, once I had my, my, my little guy, he's five now. So like five years ago, I started having like a lot of fear of lots of weird, like catastrophic things. And I think, I think a lot of moms probably, mm-hmm. probably have felt this, but like, you know, just freak things happening. I'm just, I had this like thing come over me and I realized halfway, like halfway through uh, the pandemic, I was like, I was like, it's crazy how the same feelings that I get when I'm really pumped and excited and almost full of wonder is this sort of the same feeling that I have when I'm scared, when I'm fearful and how interchangeable, maybe those things are interchangeable. Maybe when I'm super, super fearful, and I'm like, well, what if, you know, what if that plane, you know, crashes into my house, <laughs> you know, and, or, but, but there's that, there's that kind of what if, but then there's also like a, what if this happened, <laughs> you yeah. know, there's what like if? that kind of what if too. <laughs> and what if I right. came back after taking this long hiatus? Yeah. Yes. And I had a number one song. <laughs> Instead right. of thinking, yes. what if I came back and failed? Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. It's like the wonder what if it's like, what if I wrote a book Yeah, and it, and it became a bestseller. Exactly. Or I think so, is- and so many times the what ifs can be right. You're right. Fear focus because we we're like, oh, what if I royally mess this up? Totally. But what if you don't? <laughs> totally. Totally. Oh, Instead, my God. Oh, right. Yeah. Just like start to believe. Yeah. That and it's like it's gonna work out. Yes. Because you're perfectly loved. Yes. So even if you fail at something you try, that worked out. It did. Right. Right. Because you're perfectly loved and you learned something. You moved. You moved. Like you moved through something. And and yeah, with, with God. Like you spent time with with the Lord. Like my brother, this is an example of this, like the, like a few weeks ago, my brother was taking his three kids on, on the river out here. And I was checking the weather because I'm worrying and it was crazy. And there was a crazy storm out there. And I literally find, I phoned him and I found where he was and I just started driving towards him <laughs> and I texted him and I was like, I'm coming to get you guys. I know it's a storm. I know blah, blah. And he finally texted me back. And he was like, he, he was like, yeah, it was like the best adventure of our lives. Like, like those boys were in heaven. They loved it. We went and found a shelter and we like built this thing. And I was like, oh yeah, there's also that side of things, you know? Fear so it's like, yeah, like some of, some of the things that we want to just escape are could actually be like this great adventure and this great memory and this like thing that can really stick in us, you know, that we, yeah. Yeah, that we intercept a little bit. So, yeah, yeah. I think personally, if I I can be personally vulnerable here, I think, you know, like you, my parents got divorced when I was a child. Yep. And I think I feared what if that would happen to me and it did. Mm. And then I look back now on my single mom life and I was like, that was kind of cool. (laughs) yes you know because it was like i bought my own house yes you did you know like on my own and 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 you know have this voice right now at this very moment that means something to a lot of women because they know you've you've been through it they know you've seen the dark like you're i'm convinced 
that your worst thing that ever happens to you easily. God perfectly loves you so much that he will turn it around to be the best. Yes. Because I never would be doing any of this stuff if that hadn't have happened. Right. Right. And he'll do the same thing for you too. Mm. Whatever it is, you are perfectly loved in the midst of it and he will make it. Yes. work out for you where you can be like, oh yeah, the worst thing that happens to me is not really that bad at all. It becomes yeah. the best when you lean into God and you say, okay, God, I'm not going to give into fear. Yeah. I'm going to be strong and courageous because you promise you go with me wherever you go, Yes, wherever yes. we go, because we're not alone in it. I love that. So is there, have you ever thought about like, do you mentor young women in the industry? Like I'm hoping like there's like a text thread between you and Ann Wilson right now or something <laughs> like, can you be like, Hey, I've that. been there. And like, yeah. do you mentor women like that or have interest in that? I'd say maybe unofficially that that's yeah. sort of okay. happening a little bit. We, I, there was a, there, I have this beautiful text thread with, um, with Tori Kelly and, um, and this girl, Sydney, um, from Echo Smith that we, um, we would kind of, um, we would encourage each other and oh. kind of send each other little, little updates and little verses that. and stuff like that. That was, the, that was the last official time that I would say unofficially right now through like people living Nashville through, um, through just writing and working together, just, just being like the older girl now. <laughs> yeah. I, I always was like the one, the one that people poured into. I was like the little, you know, yeah. the little cutie that everybody just wanted to help. Mm-hmm. And so now it's fun to, yeah, to be, you can on be the water. Yeah. 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 It's well, crazy. I heard that Miranda Lambert, I think it was Miranda Lambert mm-hmm. and um, a lot of female country artists have mm-hmm. a text thread that they communicate to each other and they talk about issues like wardrobe issues oh, and stage issues and like being a woman in the industry and like yeah. telling pe- sound people and stage people what to do and encouraging each other. I read, I was like, that's so cool. That is very and cool. I'm, I'm so curious if there's a Christian music industry version of that. You know, I, bet, I bet they exist. I bet they exist for sure. We um, need to get on. No. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm told. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm inspired. Like, I'm going to start, start reaching out right now. <laughs> you know, find Miranda around uh, Franklin, Tennessee or something. Yes. And, um, is there, so is there a woman in the industry that you haven't met now that you're at this stage? Is there someone that you're like, do you still have that mentor that's pouring into you? Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think it has changed a little bit over the Mm -hmm. years. There've been, you know, seasons and after season, but, um, truly Amy Grant has been, um, a voice. Um, yeah, that just has <laughs> kind of stayed really steady. Yeah. I mean, and, and I still, I still get like that where I'm just like, Dude. I'm like melty. Um, I know. I, yeah, Amy, yeah. It's Amy. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. A couple of years ago, we, we did this Christmas tour and she put my hair in rollers and I was like, you're putting my hair in roll. No, I would have been like, what's happening. <laughs> like, like it is, and it was just such a sweet, just like to have somebody slow down their life enough to do something like that, you know, and like that's just such like a gesture. And we, she actually told, she told me some beautiful, amazing things, which I also wrote down. Um, but I think just even just sitting there, like it zoned out, just being like loved on like that is such a like powerful thing, and by a legend. Yes, yeah. by legend. Yeah. And then we, you know, and we, we, so we write together and we, um, we perform together and we do think a lot of things together, but it's just always like, there's always like this feeling of intention and, um, and time and focus and like when, when, when she's around and it's just, she's just like one of a kind. Yeah. 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 Pass along my love. Like one time I got to interview her Oh, yes. and, and it was one of my favorite conversations ever. And I just remember the way that she talked. It was just like, everything was, she's like, you know, I was talking, I'm trying to do my Amy Grant voice. I'm going to run it. You know, I was talking to this cowboy. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you kind of got it. This cowboy. He said to me, Amy, you know, if you look around at life and there's things that are not serving you, 
maybe you ought to rethink your life. Something like that, you know? <laughs> that was really good. When you said life, that was like, that was- Was it Amy? Very, like, very I, yeah, I was just like, oh, yes, ma'am. And then yes. I remember she did, she was telling me about a year that she did no spending for sport. Oh. I just went through it. I did no spending for sport. Oh my gosh. I wore the clothes in my closet. I read the books that I had. Oh my gosh. For a whole That's year. Amazing. I'm like, amazing. Yeah. I was like, yes, Amy. Yes. You're like, yes, writing that down too. Anyway, yeah. sorry for my Amy Grant. Oh, nope. Do not apologize for that. Well, I know that I'm taking a ton of your time, but I, I also want to know, you know, you went from, you know, a young teenage star background to heal, healed. And then I think it's so beautiful that you served. So you got your brave on. <laughs> by doing those things. Mm, mm. And now you're a mother and my good friend's Corey Mann. And I know you were on his podcast a yes. couple of weeks ago. So I know that there's more motherhood yes, around yes. the corner. There's a bun in the oven. <laughs> and why did you wait until like six months to make this public? Truthfully. truthfully. Are you like super private? Yeah. No, I'm not super private. I okay. had so much fun messing with people. I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> just watching people squirm. Like I, I just, I had oh, like, like they didn't want to ask. Oh. Yeah. It was just too good. It was too funny. I, You're I, like, I, wow, those pancakes were good for yes, breakfast. Yes. I was like, it's been a snacky summer for me. I don't know. So Rachel's expecting again, her second child. So what's your vision for your motherhood? What kind of, how are you going to, how are you going to teach your son and maybe a daughter? I don't know. You are, we, we don't know. Or two you boys. Don't, it's two a boy. boys. It's a boy. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky mama. I know. I love it. I love being with So, boys. you know, we talk a lot about, you know, your song and kind of reaching back to young Rachel. Yep. Yep. What would you say now to say you're my age and you've got teenagers, you know, yeah. like what, what do you, what do you want to, how are you going to make your future self proud? Mm, I love that. I, I think a big thing, yeah, with in parenting, especially is to make sure that they, that Jack's my, my five-year-old and whatever my, my new baby's mm -hmm. name is, maybe you guys could pray for that name. <laughs> kind of running out of time. Um, <laughs> um, is that they feel valued that that they are um of eternal value you know and like 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 god has promised us like that that i i i make a really big deal out of like not finishing his sentences not interrupting him like letting him speak and like really listening and really hearing him and letting him you know in any way i can which is so freaking fun like it's so fun to be that person in his life, you know? Yeah. Um, because I know that, that as he, as he grows older, like he can, he can feel, he can have love for himself and, and in that, like encounter God's love in a real way yep. and not in a way that is like, well, my mom said this, so, <laughs> you know, um, but boys I will tell him special. that. <laughs> yeah. Boys are special. I have yeah. two daughters and a son. Aww. My son's my middle. He's 14. And I, I still like, he, he, he got in trouble at school yesterday yeah. and, be, and he has enough trust in me that you will call me and tell me what happened first. Be like, yes. I like, I really, I was like, okay, okay. Oh. You told me like, I, I get you through. So I think the goal, yeah. if I were to talk to myself early at your age, I would have been like, Listen, you want to love them enough right now so that when they get in trouble, they know they can call you. you without getting and you will help instead yes. of get mad or get angry. Like, seriously, yes. is that like, yes, 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 do I that. Want that. I want that. I want them to tell me all of their secrets. Yes. And be so and be so great. Now I'm competing with his girlfriend. So that's, <laughs> Ooh, I know. that's another podcast. I know. So <laughs> is there anything else that I didn't ask you that you would like to share to the brave babes? Mm. Or you wanted I, to share or talk about that was on your heart? I don't think so. I, I feel so I feel so kindred with you. I feel like <laughs> I feel like we are. Yeah, we are very similar people. So I could yeah. probably talk forever. So I should probably do. I could do. And, and I was like, oh, um, I know uh, we love long conversations. But when you look at a time of a podcast, people are like, how long is that? <laughs> but um, 
So in last message, if you were to talk to a woman listening right now who's faced, I call it a plot twist in life, mm. relationship change, job change, just plain lost, whatever it is, they're facing yeah. a plot twist, struggling with feeling perfectly loved. Yeah. And maybe like you were that young girl and you finally gave up that recording contract or trying to make a decision to move forward in their life and choose instead of giving in to fear, give in to wonder. And decide to get their brave on, what would you say to encourage them to make that decision? Yeah, I would say um, don't give into what the world says is the next move. Mm -hmm. It can only be, it can only be what you, what you feel um, inside and, and, and God is inside. He's in there. So trust yourself and trust God in you. Um, And sometimes that doesn't look like slamming on the gas. Sometimes it looks like major slowdown and major pause. Um, Jesus walked away a lot, (laughs) you know, to go get quiet and to, to hit the brakes for a second before the next move. So yeah, plot twists. um, I would say, and and I I think my therapist husband would agree, would say, (laughs) would say, don't make, don't, don't hit the gas. I would, I would say, go to your quiet place and um and go talk to god in you i like that it's like never get bangs after a breakup amen basically a A to the men yes i'm so thankful for you and so are we going to get more music are we getting a new album are we getting some stuff from rachel lampa yeah we've got songs we definitely have songs we have um not made the the big plan the big official plan but we've got songs to to get so (laughs) i'd love a book about your story i'm like i was like oh my gosh give me your manager's phone number right (laughs) i know i'm like i hope my adhd could do that someday (laughs) thank you so much for the podcast i think we are all good i love you so much thank you for coming on Definitely. Thank you. So glad she's back. If you want to connect with Rachel, you can find her on Insta at Rachel Lampa or go to rachellampamusic.com. Her new song, Perfectly Loved with Toby Mac, streaming on radio stations, mine, 1039 The Fish in Sacramento, and also on Spotify. Just search Perfectly Loved, Rachel Lampa. And I'd love to connect with you too. If you listen to this podcast and you thought, you know what? I want to be brave. I just don't know how. It's okay. It's not your fault. You just haven't had the right structure in place to boot up your bravery every single morning. I am now sharing with you the routine I do every single morning to boot up my bravery. It takes you 30 minutes. I have a whole plan written down for you, a video that goes with it to walk you through step-by-step how to live a more strong and courageous life one morning at a time. Download it for free at getyourbraveon.info. I want to say thank you so much to the support of my friends at lifeaudio.com. Come celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Jump in the VR simulators to ride Santa's jet-powered sleigh or fly over frozen landscape in the Great Glacier Race. Enjoy special deals and discounts at the museum store and cafe every Saturday in December from 3 to 5. And bring your out-of-town friends and family, too, because admission and parking are free. Celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum. A full list of holiday fun is at usarmymuseum.org. That's usarmymuseum.org. Dr. Trudy Fleer here. T-Mobile home internet speeds that crawl can leave us feeling like we have to move faster to compensate, but we don't. The internet does. You want to move like a sloth? Be a sloth with blazing fast Xfinity internet. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Thank you so much for your support of the Get Your Brave On podcast. I'd love to connect with you. Call my hotline anytime and let me know how this podcast is impacting your life and how you're silencing fear at 5304-AMANDA. Let's connect on socials and get more strategies to silence fear every day on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Amanda Carroll Show. And if you want to go deeper, join my Patreon. You can get daily motivations and prayers and meditations and live videos. Just go to getyourbraveon.info and sign up to be a member of the Get Your Brave On tribe. Join our Facebook group too. Just search Get Your Brave On. And I'd be honored if you would follow this podcast and subscribe and even leave a review. That helps more women just like you facing a plot twist find more strategies to silence fear. 
I'll shout you out in the next episode or even send me an email to amanda at amandacarroll.org and tell me how God is using this podcast in your life. Like Kim did. She said, I just want to thank you for your podcast. I signed up in July and honestly, always deleted your message. (laughs) It's okay. Or sometimes just took a quick glance. But today was different. It was if God was drawing me to really take a look at it. And I did. After downloading the app to get a podcast, I went back and clicked on the prayer. As I stood in my bathroom, brushing my teeth, the words just filled the room with a peacefulness. It came over me and it was like a weight had been lifted. The stress of living with a few disabilities and being on long medical leave from work for over a year and the stress of trying to go back to work with homeschooling two kids, I was keeping it all in. I just wanted to know how much you make a difference. I even shared your podcast with my mom, cousin, and brother, (laughs) even though he's not a lady. He's going through a tough time and wanted him to hear the prayer. So bless you. Bless you. I am so thankful that God used this in your life. You're my why. I'm honored to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you. Reach out anytime. All the links are in the show notes. And I love the idea of you listening to the episodes while you're brushing your teeth. I actually think it's perfect. Start your day with me. So just make sure you follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Get your brave on.